All right, welcome back, everyone, to Avid Outdoors Podcast. We have a bit of an update for you this time. Just Tyler and me, as you can see, no guest. So hang around, figure out what's going on with us. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Dave. We're charter captains from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. We're also Avid Outdoorsmen. We love hiking, hunting, fishing, camping, and just being outside. We want to connect you with the experts in the outdoors and hear your story. We're stewards of this planet, and we want to make sure the hobbies we enjoy today are available for generations to come. This is Avid Outdoors. Well, Tyler, it has been a minute, hasn't it? It definitely has. It feels like it's been forever since we recorded a podcast. but It's, uh, it's been a while. Um, some things are going on in our lives, a little bit different um, probably since last we touched base. Um you obviously got picked up. You've got a sponsorship um, from a boat company, and you're employed by that same boat company. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that and how that's been going. Uh, well, it's kind of been like throughout the summer, been the new ordeal for me. Um, my new full-time job is working for a company called Apex Marine, um, and I'm representing Angler Quest Pontoons, which you've seen Roger on here before. We've talked about Angler Quest Pontoons, but along with that, I'm also... Um, the sales representative for uh, Quest Pontoons and uh, Polarcraft as well. So it's been an interesting uh, change for me. Uh, it kept me extremely busy, and I am the re- regional sales rep for uh, all of Wisconsin, the Upper Peninsula, parts of Illinois, Wis- uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and now Iowa in the more recent weeks. So Excellent. things are going really, really well. Sounds like it, man. It, uh, you know, what, what, I know you're traveling a lot and that's why you can't come around and hang out with your old pal Dave and whatnot, (laughs) but what does your job all entail? I know you get to, you obviously have to service all those places. You have to travel to all those States. Yeah. So, um, being all three brand sales rep representative for Apex Marine, I am servicing our current dealers for all three brands. And then I'm also, uh, in search of new dealers for, the brands as well and trying to just uh, grow the name grow the brands in areas that maybe don't have a dealer or or something along those lines so yeah i do travel quite a, a bit um and i'm on the road but with that being said it's i really enjoy selling boats uh you're basically get to you get to sell fun and uh with everything and it's been a crazy year with covid and stuff for boat sales so we're actually sold out of pontoons for 2021, and we're looking at being sold out of polar craft uh, in the next few weeks here. So um, just been absolutely crazy, and uh, it's been super fun uh, seeing how many boats are being sold and the happy customers. Um, but the biggest thing is is the biggest difference between me and a, and a marina or a boat dealership is I don't deal with the general uh, consumer all that often. I mean, I do once in a while, but I am selling boats to dealerships by the semi load versus um, one boat at a time. Yeah. So. so you said you're sold out of those, you know, pontoons. Um, I mean, it sounds like it's a good thing. Are you able to keep up with orders or what, you know, what's the deal there? Um, yes and no. Uh, so dealers who put orders in early enough in the season are still getting boats, but um, dealers who might have drugged their feet a little bit uh, may only see some boats they might not see the entirety of their order um and a lot of that isn't because 
I mean, it's because we've seen the most sales of boats we have in a long, long time. Um, but along with that goes with everybody knows it who's in the, either the manufacturing industry or has anything that know, go, knows what's going on with COVID, knows vendor supply for manufacturers, whether you're a fishing tackle store, F- Mills Fleet Farm, uh, lumber supplies, and for us it's raw materials to get to build the boat. So our vendor supply, um, what we don't want to do is overpromise and underdeliver. so we're just trying to be a little bit more conservative when it comes to um, you know, telling people whether or not we can get them boats. So we're still opening up new dealers. I just opened up a new dealer yesterday and I opened up a Canadian dealer last week and opened up another dealer in Wisconsin last week. So it's been really, really good, but it's definitely interesting. (laughs) You're going to need, I know you're sponsored and I know you got a, a couple of boats, um, to be able to use for that sponsorship, but I think they're going to have to give you a third one just to be able to haul all your money that you're raking. <laughs> oh, in I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm very happy with, and and I'm not done guiding by any means. Um, I still do help out once in a while, and I still enjoy, you know, if I if I have free time, I'll do it. But my major focus now is selling boats. So excellent, sounds good. And, and so you you said you were um you know, as kind of, uh, opening up dealerships as the, what do you call it? Just a rep or what's yep. your, yeah. My true title is regional sales director, regional sales director, Pretty much a so. freaking cardiologist. If you ask me, yeah. but same thing. So, um, you're, you're employed through apex Marine and that includes all the three Correct. divisions Correct. or branches or whatever being apex Marine quest pontoons, and then angler quest. Uh, it's a polar craft. Oh, boats, polar craft. Got it. Quest pontoons and angler quest. And, and apex is the and, yeah, like apex. the mothership yeah. if you want <laughs> yeah. to call it. But yeah, because there's kind of like what people don't realize is there's two different kinds of salespeople in the in in industry of any kind I can imagine. But in our industry, um, our thing is you have independent sales reps and then you have manufacturer sales rep. I'm a manufacturer sales rep, where. Um, I, if I was an independent sales rep, I might represent one brand and then also be representing another brand that could potentially, you know, like compete with each other. So, um, that's kind of the difference between the two different types of sales reps, but okay. Well, enough about that. Dave had one heck of a summer. Yeah. I mean, every time I talked to the guy, he was on the boat, on the boat, running trips. It was unbelievable, man. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, as you know, Tyler, it was my first year guiding um, guiding professionally for myself. I have been a charter captain for, gosh, this was my 11th season with my captain's license, but it was my first season um, guiding my own boat that I owned for my own business, playing hooky. And I, uh, I don't think it could have gone any better. I mean, you know, minus a few, um, minor mechanical things that kind of kept me up late and, and, uh, things like that. Um, I could not believe it, especially with how, you know, the COVID pandemic was, um, people wanted to be out and about, people wanted to be outdoors and fishing. And I was so fortunate um, to be able to have such a great base of friends, first of all, mm-hmm. friends and family being there, um, supporting me, um, not only through just, you know, words of encouragement, liking my posts on Facebook, sharing Instagram photos, um, sharing Facebook posts, things like that. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I was very overwhelmed at times. Like it, it was times there was, you know, the, the phone rang seven, eight times a day and I'm booking trips, like literally every single time that the phone rings, I was completely amazed by that. I kind of knew what to expect when it comes to just, you know, answering people's questions and things like that, because I worked for somebody who was so busy and, and, um, you know, obviously very successful in the charter fishing game already. Um, but I didn't expect for it to be so busy and quick my first season and golly, am I grateful for that? And, um, can't wait till next year. Honestly, um, it got to be about September and, uh, I was, you know, you know how it gets to be, uh, you know, September grind. yeah, you're running ragged and the fishing does typically slow down in September and uh, it's starting to get to be kind of that point where it's like, all right, let's get this boat put away. And it can't just be smooth, you know what I mean? So there's little hiccups and things like that. And basically a little bit of my experience, not with the fishing side of things, but just um, finding a place for storage and finding reliable people to take my boat out of the water and yeah. things like that. Like that was by far the most frustrating thing for me was just, you know, the things that I had to rely on others for was, um, a little bit more of a challenge. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm getting kind of the end of the season. I'm like, all right, let's get this thing put away. You know, I'm, I'm done with this season. You know, it's, you know, long and, and you have to do so many things, be up late. And, you know, it seems like you always have to be in front of people, making people happy. And then, uh, you know, finally it's in storage and you kind of breathe a sigh of relief. It's like, Oh, thank goodness. That's done. You know what I mean? And, uh, it goes about two weeks and you're like, Oh, kind of like to get on the boat and work on it. And then you get on the boat and you're like, golly, I want to get this thing back in the water. <laughs> you know, like I, I want to, you know, let's start next season already. Let's get going here. So yeah. Cause I think it was Christmas Eve. You picked me up and yep. we went down to your storage unit and we, mm -hmm. we went and pulled a bunch of stuff off the boat and mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a project, but yeah. not too bad. Yep, got some sanding to do. I've got uh, a pump, a uh, freshwater pump that I need to fix just for my sink on my boat and uh, um, buff wax, a few electronic little adjustments that always need to be made on boats it seems like no matter what something electrical yeah there's a reason yeah. why people are so happy that on the day that they sell one of those lake michigan yeah. boats because what you don't see a below the deck yeah is all of the electrical wiring that happens and oh my gosh and none of it's factory wiring because <laughs> no. the, the guy who owned it for you know the last 10 years and then the guy who owned it before him for 15 years and then yeah. you know so there's always sorts of things to be tinkering around with and there's always projects so. yeah absolutely but overall i mean how was now the biggest question is we talked about you were busy and stuff and a lot of that has we, you thanked the people who follow you and share stuff and mm -hmm. like people don't realize how much that actually truly does help yep us and you and things like that but um how was the fishing oh man yeah i guess that would be <laughs> something good to talk about as well right every everybody always wants to know that part of it you know i i guess i gauge my success a little bit differently than what maybe my charter customers would um but yeah you got a good point the charter fishing or the fishing on lake michigan this past summer was i would say definitely above average uh i would i would put it in like a great category you know it was 
it was great. Um, it, it wasn't steady from yeah. a, like because yeah. obviously I wasn't there every day and yeah, but it seemed steady. Yeah, it wasn't phenomenal. It wasn't the best year I've ever had. It wasn't you know, uh, it wasn't the second or third best year I've ever had. But um, I mean, I'm talking in terms of since I've fished Lake Michigan. Um, but, uh, it was, yeah, it was steady. It was consistent for the most part. There were your trips, you know, here and there where bite was tough. Um, but yeah, I, I was, uh, I was very happy with the way things turned out that way. We caught a lot of fish. We caught a lot of big fish this year. Um, especially, um, you know, the Kings and the rainbow trout. Um, we had, a fair amount of like medium sized lake trout. I never got any of the monster sized ones that some of the guys were getting. Um, I also didn't, I don't particularly target them like some of the yeah. guys do in Sheboygan. Um, so I didn't get any monster ones, although I would have been grateful if one had, you yeah, know what right. I mean? Like I, I, uh, I would love to catch a, a big fat lake trout like that, but we, uh, never had any, but, Man, some of the rainbow trout that we had this past summer just gigantic. Yeah, you know there were I mean? some like, yeah. big fish caught. Upper teens. Yeah. So And like it seemed to be like when I first started out there, if you got a rainbow trout that was even like 12 pounds, like that's really cool, you yeah. know? Now you don't even blink at 13 or 14, you yeah. know, <laughs> you start noticing the 15 pounders. Yeah. There's, there's 20 pounders out there for sure. Yeah. 20 pounds still yeah. are, are rainbows and yep. yeah. I mean, what's next summer looking like for, for you? Are you looking busy already? Are you booking trips? Well, you know, again, because I guess last year before the season started, I really only had like two or three trips booked up until like, the beginning of June yep. and all of a sudden like the phone is ringing and ringing and ringing right now I've got a handful of trips. So it's more than I had at the beginning of, you know, by June last year. So I guess that's good. I don't really know. It's kind of a wait and see type of thing. Hopefully it continues. Um, I mean, but, the, uh, there's no reason why the fishing shouldn't be good next summer. Yeah. I, you know, I don't really see how there's going to be much of a change. The stocking numbers I think are going to remain fairly steady from what i I think it's know, gonna be up to, up to you know maybe a i don't exactly know what happened but i think there, there was some change but i don't think it yeah. was it's i from my standpoint i think um pretty you know meaningless honestly the the bait fish are incredible out there um one thing i i will note is that there always seem to be a tint in the water a greenish yeah color it's good um, yeah, that means the lake is healthy. healthy. Yep. Um, and I don't know if just the high water levels are bringing more nutrients into, um, the rest of the lake, you know, we're getting, you know, different elements that had been kind of locked up on shore for, for quite some time or what the deal is honestly, but it seemed like, um, the zebra mussels and quagga mussels weren't able to keep up this year, yeah. and uh, that's and hopefully good. that's the consistent trend with everything because yeah. we don't I want so. don't want that clear yeah. water. But and I heard that there's some things kind of going on finally with maybe some uh, zebra mussels um, uh, ways to control them. There's some new developments coming, so that would be cool. I haven't even heard that they're even trying anything anymore. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for for quite some time, I hadn't heard that they were trying anything. So well, cool and. Uh, I mean, we'll kind of keep this one a little bit short and sweet, but 
I guess the other thing that I want to talk about that we didn't even really talk about is what do people want to see from us? I mean, yep. we, Dave and I have, have ideas, kind of, uh, but we're open to ideas. I mean, it's ice fishing season now, so uh, and we really haven't done a whole lot of ice fishing, I don't think, um, which maybe will change towards the yeah. end of the season. But, well, we talked about doing a meet and greet, potentially. Yep. I would um, like to do that. Let me know. Let us know in the comments either where you download the podcast or on Facebook if you're seeing this there or on YouTube there. Um, let us know. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. This is Avid Outdoors. This is Avid Outdoors. <laughs>